Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer We're gonna check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer and today it is Roni Rewind Friday We are making our way through this first season Like rapid fire, only a couple episodes left Today... I'm talking about Roni, season one, episode six, Girls Night Out. Now, if you've been listening week after week, if you haven't, of course, you know, pause immediately and go back and listen to the first five so you don't have any spoilers of a show that aired in 2008. But I have not been blown away by the drama on this season there have been some ups and downs. Overall, the cast has not spent very much time together. There's been a lot of sort of fillery personal storylines. It's been an interesting, you know, anthropological journey back in time. But compared to when I rewatched season one of Vanderpump Rules, I mean, that show really just hits the ground running and and Roni has been a little bit more of a a little bit more hit or miss for me but this episode I really think is is the high point of the season we have some all-time iconic moments we have some really just funny scenes we have a full group full attendance scene which we <laughs> has just not happened enough this season um so episode 6 girls night out I'm feeling good. I'm riding high. Next week is the finale, and then we have the reunion. It's all happening, baby. We start this episode, uh, you know, last week, Bethany and Jason were essentially broken up. Bethany went to Miami to, you know, shake her ass or whatever, feel better about life. We find out she's come back from Miami and gotten back with Jason. She's, She's decided that he's the love of her life. Um, she's not ready for life's rules and guidelines and whatever and whatever and whatever. Um, so Jill and Bobby are going to dinner with Bethany and Jason, except for Jason gets stuck at work. So he misses pretty much the entire dinner. Um, but Bethany is warning Jill that she doesn't want her to bring up uh, babies, baby carriages, diamonds, rings, weddings, lions, tigers, bears. <laughs> this is the classic Bethany cadence that I think I've... I've um, listening to her podcast recently as I found myself doing, she loves to kind of like ramble with a list of, you know, the, this and the, that and the other thing and the 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 thing. And it's like, okay, (laughs) this is, this is a lot. I think maybe at the time it was a little bit more novel. It was like, oh yeah, she's the fun young one, whatever. Bethany is a lot. (sighs) She says that she used to hate Jason's schedule, but now she's realized that if if they're meant to be together, she'll deal with it. 
I don't know. I think this episode reads to me like Bethany is trying real hard to convince herself that this situation with Jason is is giving her what she wants and needs. Because she's like, it's okay. We don't have to talk about rings or babies. We don't have to talk about marriage. We don't have to talk about anything. And it's like, you're you're just accepting all of Jason's terms, near as I can tell. Because two weeks ago, she's trying to bring up moving in together. And he's like, yeah, I, I don't want to have this conversation right now. So she breaks up with him. She goes to Miami. Then she comes back and she's like, okay, sounds good. Obviously, I don't have to tell you what what ends up happening in this relationship. But it is, it's, it's hard to watch somebody lie to themselves about what they're getting out of a relationship versus what they want. But, you know, similar to... Vicky and maybe Jen Pedranti, you got to come to the realization in your own time. And obviously Bethany did. Um, and and more on that later. But yeah, the double date where Jason shows up after dinner, it's it's not great. Even though Jill thinks it's nice that he still came, even though he was dead tired. It's like reschedule. I don't want to hang out with somebody who's miserable to be there and so exhausted. That is one thing I feel like I really value as an adult. It's like if there's a dinner happening and I can't make it there in a state that I'm going to be enjoyable and friendly and, you know, gregarious, just don't go. Life is too short. (sighs) Whatever. Alex and Simon have their big opera outing. It's the social event of the season, which, of course, explains why none of the other women on the show are there, seemingly. Simon says they're going to get there. They're going to walk the red carpet. They're going to have to fight off the paparazzi. And then there's going to be like a 30-minute cocktail reception, and then the opera, and then the dinner. Um, But, of course, they're running late. They're stuck in this car. They decide to get out and walk. And this is something where the first time I watched this show, I wouldn't have clocked this. But at the point where they decide to get out of the car and walk, they are liter- they are at Lincoln Center. They're literally there. They're making this whole big deal out of like, oh, let me check on the map. Let me see where we are. Let me see if we could possibly walk. Oh God, we're running so late. It's like, no, you're just you're just late, but you're not trekking up the city they're literally there's a sign for alice tolly hall in the background they're literally there but they make it to the red carpet there is um this shot that is just brutal of alex and simon scurrying up the carpet and a whole bank of photographers just picking food out of their teeth shooting the shit with each other not an ounce of interest of capturing one single photo of Alex and Simon. And really, I mean, what did they think was going to happen? They're there late enough that they miss all of the networking. She's like, we didn't get to talk to anybody. You know, we made eye contact with one or two people. Oh God, it's so embarrassing. Like, who is Alex? Who does she think she's going to talk to at the opera? Like, does she think Bill Gates is going to walk up to her and be like, hey, 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 Miss Thing in the in the pretty dress do you want to come to my dinner party next week like oh god calling all my honeys support for today's episode comes from honey love 
Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honeylove is the go-to for all things shapewear. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence, thanks to Honeylove. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. She does, however, make, make it into the style section. <laughs> the next morning, they're at breakfast at a French restaurant. They're the only people there. They're at this big round table. I don't know where in New York you can go with a, a group of three or four people on a Sunday morning for breakfast and get this giant circular table with nobody else around you. I'm like, this must either be a terrible restaurant or they must be there at like 7 a.m. Any good breakfast brunch place on a Sunday in New York, line out the door, wait for a table, got to get a reservation. I don't know what's happening there. It's a lot too chill for my liking, but you know, she's looking, she opens up the paper. She goes, oh, Sunday style section. Let me see. She's looking, she's looking, she's looking. She starts laughing. It is a photo of her back. Allegedly, her name is along with it. She's number 25. She says she's been number one before. I'm like, number one, when? Where? This is, mind you, before this TV show has started airing, before this is public, what? I don't understand why Alex McCord would be like number one in the style section. I would love like a time capsule to 2007 to know like what was actually happening there. Cause I, I don't believe it, but at the same time, I don't, I don't think she would just lie about that. But anyway, there's a lovely photo of her back. Uh, meanwhile, they're desperate to get Francois to order a lemonade in French and he simply will not do it. God, every, Every scene with that family is just brutal. 
Uh, we'll get we'll get back to that in a minute. But uh, Bethany and Luann have a nice little hangout. We find out. I don't know if I remembered this. Luann was Count Alex's fourth wife. That's a lot of wives. And he's not that old. He's 74 now, which means he was like 59 when this show started. And she, and he had been with Luann for like 14 years. So in his mid 40s, he was on wife number four. It's not great. Obviously, you know, they've found each other. There's a, there's so much like dramatic irony watching this show now. The fact that most of these women are not still in these relationships that it's like, there's a scene later where Ramona and Bethany are talking about how Mario and Jason are each other's soulmates. It's like, it's tough. It is tough. But anyway, um, they have a fun little girls night out. Noel wants to come to dinner with them. She's like, obviously not. He's like, She's like, it's taco night. You're having taco night. And he's like, you're never here for taco night. And she's like, <laughs> you're right. I'm not. Oh, God. G- great parenting. Love to see it. Um, but anyway, when they're leaving Luann's house, this is the moment where we get one of, one of, if not the most memorable moment from this season. Bethany's driver is there. She says, Hey, this is Luann. And in the backseat, Luann is like, you know, when when you introduce me to like a driver, it's like Mrs. Delaseps. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. This moment really has not lost one ounce of its deliciousness. Because Luann is so dead-ass serious in that moment. She's like, yeah, I mean, I, I just thought, I thought Bethany would have known. Like, how would she not know that? <laughs> She's like, well, you know, because like uh, the staff, they call me Mrs. D. And yeah, yeah. It's a respect thing, really. God, God, it's so good. It's so, so good. But this is also the night uh, Bethany introduces us to the skinny girls, Margarita. Um, She orders that at dinner, which is fun. Um, And she hatches a plan to have a cooking party. She's going to have it at Jill's house. She's going to invite Ramona, you know, get all the ladies back together. Bethany says that she still only met Ramona twice, which that is just crazy that we're six episodes into this season. There's only one left to go. And two of the five women have only met each other twice it's like it never fails to astound me like they really needed to figure that out and i'm so glad they did because this this lack of group scenes really just the momentum is not there tonight only on disney plus my name is taylor welcome to the eras tour experience taylor swift's record-breaking eras tour Swift, be 
Sierra's tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. But yeah, so they're having this thing. Uh, Jill and Bethany are together. They call Alex to invite her. She asks to bring Simon. This is um, a request that is not uh, met super well but it's like you know bethany kind of makes a joke she's like you can bring simon if he wears a cocktail dress alex takes this as an enthusiastic yes and she says well you know we gave them ample opportunity to say no so you know it would almost be weird if you didn't go (sighs) this is something that i've seen this many times it's been 15 years It still is so fucking weird that Alex signed up to go on this show and seemingly was pretty unwilling to detach herself from Simon for really any meaningful amount of time. It's a show about a group of women. And, you know, so everybody's showing up at Jill's. Ramona's the last one to find out that that Alex is bringing Simon. She kind of freaks out. She's giving him the third degree, right? When he gets there, she's like, ow, ow, you, uh, my my hand. (sighs) There's also a moment, there's also a moment before they get there. um, When Alex and Simon are the last to arrive, somebody goes, where is she? And somebody goes, well, she and he, and Ramona, Ramona's like, what? She's a, a, a man woman <laughs> oh my god oh god 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 the thing is Ramona would still say that in 2023 and that's that's the Ramona we can't live with can't live without uh but yeah she's really laying into Alex and Simon right when they get there um she asks Simon if he'll like go outside for a few minutes just so they can see how it is without him <laughs> Luann's like, Simon, let's go to scores. (laughs) The way Luann vacillates between being like haughty countess and making a joke about going to a strip club with Simon, she really contains multitudes. And I love that for her. Um, But, you know, she has a little talk with Bethany in the kitchen. They're like trying to get things smoothed out. Bethany's like, yeah, yeah, I know. There was there was like a different feeling in the room. And Ramona's like, yeah, I know, I know the vibe. It's called a vibe. I did not remember that Ramona was the one who coined the term vibe. So that's exciting to hear. But the dinner is when Luann first brings up the topic of class. She says that people are either born with or without class. They're talking about what this is. You know, Ramona says that it's an 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 ambient an ambiance and and classes and classes and ambiance. <laughs> and Luann says, no, well, it's about making people feel comfortable. Jill hates the discussion of class. 
What's funny is that Luann's definition of class is actually less potentially offensive than maybe Ramona's. Because she's saying it's about making people feel comfortable and, you know, creating an environment where wherever. Where Ramona's like, no, it's about being an ele- elegant lady. Meanwhile, sorry, gotta go. I'm going downtown to a club with my friend Missy because I want to dance. I want to have fun. I want to have an actual girls night. The the juxtaposition of the class conversation with that is just perfect. But yeah, Ramona just ditches the dinner that Bethany has prepared for them halfway through. Classic Ramona fashion. I mean, we see this we see her do this in later seasons with just disappearing to go on a date, but this is probably worse because Bethany cooked for her. She cooked, she decorated, she made it nice. Like Ramona's lack of manners has just never never wavered never changed but she does see bethany at this gotham magazine party later and she explains that she actually already had the prior plan to meet missy at 9 30 and she forgot to tell them so then she realized it was 10 and she just freaked out and it's like okay, okay whatever they end up having a nice little moment later in the episode you know bethany goes over to ramona's to show her how to make cocktails and hors d'oeuvres i guess um and they talk about their their upbringings and how, you know, Ramona was kind of triggered from her dad not being great to her mom and her mom just staying with him because she felt like it was her karma and X, Y, Z. And actually I've, I've read Ramona's book and there's some good stuff in there about that. Her book, her book is pretty entertaining and pretty interesting. Uh, if you ever, you know, (laughs) if you're ever really, uh, lacking something to read life on the Ramona coaster, you could do worse but really the the scene we have to talk about is Bethany going over to Alex and Simon's apartment in Brooklyn for Francois's fourth birthday party. Bethany is the only one in the group that's invited. Alex invites her because she talks a lot about wanting to have kids. So she wa- she's going to surround her with kids. And I'm like, is that is that like a a, a nice thing when you <laughs> If you have a friend that's like, I desperately want a kid, but it's not happening for me right now. And it's like, great. Want to hang out with a room full of four-year-olds? It's like, probably not. But anyway, Bethany shows up and she is horrified by the state of the apartment inside. There's no floors. There's no walls. Alex is, you know, not even acknowledging this. Bethany's like, you've got a lot of work to do. And this is the, this is my quote of the episode. Alex goes, oh yeah, it's like a, it's like a three-year project. (laughs) And Bethany's response to this is, yeah, you better get started. (sighs) It's just, it's the best. It's such good shade. They've lived in this apartment already for like three years. I don't know what they've been doing, what they haven't been doing. The like red boudoir bedroom isn't there yet. That comes in a later season. You better get started. Oh, it's brutal. And it's beautiful. And, you know, we've got a couple episodes left. But this was a good one. Ramona, at one point, she's been messing up figures of speech for years and years and years. She comes home, she says, it's raining cats and buckets outside. Anyway, have a good weekend, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. We've got lots more great stuff coming up next week. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. 
Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Betches.